accordance redlining, just let it redline. Father, we come to you in the, med- in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we speak to this weather. We speak to these storms. We command these thunders. We command these winds. We command any damaging forces to be broken in Jesus' mighty name. Father, there'll be no power outages. There'll be no downed trees. There'll be no floods. There'll be no roads out. There'll be no landslides. Father, the earth in this area will get the rain that it needs without damage, destruction, or problems in Jesus' mighty name. That's right. We give you the glory and the honor, and I thank you for it. Amen and amen. You know, the prophet spoke to the weather and told it it would not rain for three days. For, he said, you, he said rain, you're not going to rain until I tell you it can. Don't and, do that uh, unless you want me to be really busy. Right? <laughs> yeah, unless we just don't want Pastor Mike in the house. No, we need, the earth needs rain. What the earth does not need is the destructive forces that come with it sometimes. Uh, so uh, that's what we're speaking over and speaking to. Glory to God, it's so good to be back in the house and back in healing school. Uh, we're in the book of Acts tonight. Thank you, Jesus. The book of Acts. Um, but uh, uh, for those of you that are joining us on Healing School, but you've got your own churches, or uh, you, uh, you've got your own churches, or uh, maybe you just missed this morning service, whatever, uh, I want you to know we had a healing miracle in the house this Mm-hmm. We sure did. Uh, our dear brother Richard, um, during praise, right at the tail end of praise and worship, came up to the altar. And, uh, you know, we've already prayed and broken the power of Parkinson's, and he's already already uh, manifested healing on that. And uh, he came up and said he had had a stroke some years ago, and it affected his speech. And it has, but you can still have a conversation with him. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't anymore. Because we let him, he came up for, for healing, but I want you to know, he's never missed a healing service, prayer and healing school. Amen. He's sat here week after week after week after week after week and listened to the healing power of God. He's listened to, he, to all the healing of the Bible, every teaching we've done on healing. The other thing that Brother Richard does is we've got a, a, a paper, it's got 109 or 110 healing scriptures on it, that he reads faithfully every day over himself. He speaks it faithfully over himself every single day. And he's just building his faith, and he's reading and studying on some other health teachings. And uh, so he built his faith for healing, and when he knew that he had it, that he had it, is when he came and requested a prayer. And I mean, it shook the house this morning. I mean, it shook the house when the power of God hit. And uh, we just had prayer, and he was talking to me about, he was telling us about people that we've been praying for with him and how they're doing. And I, I stood and stared at him like a cow at a new gate because he sounds totally different. He's completely healed, completely whole. Um, so I want to, I just want to go through these scriptures. And I know it's fast, and if you're online and you need a copy of this, reach out to us and we'll send it to you. And uh, so here's these healing scriptures. We're going to go through them. Uh, and uh, we actually even have a... We actually have a, a, an audio recording of, of these scriptures where me and Robbie uh, yeah. go back and forth. Uh, it's not professional by any means, but it, it'll help you. So we're going to go through and we're going to read these. Yeah. Okay. So, Father, we as we come to you for prayer and healing school, Father, as we go through and we list all of these scriptures through the Bible, and it's not every scripture by any means, but as we go through these scriptures, Father, as as 
those that hear them. Let it sink down past their head and into their spirits and into their hearts. Let them hear and see and know that you want them healed in Jesus' mighty name. Now, Father, we, you know that we've taken these scriptures out of the King James Version, and we've personalized them. So, Father, we, we've made it to where the word is real and personal to us, and that's the way we're going to read them. And so for those of you that are listening, just, just say, me too, Lord, me too. Thank you, Father. Ready? Go first, ladies first. Ladies first. All right. Genesis 6-3. The Lord said, your days will be 120 years. Genesis 15-15. You shall be buried in a good old age. Exodus 12-1. Because of the blood, sickness will pass over you, and the plague shall not destroy you. Exodus 15-26. Listen to the Lord your God. I will put no diseases upon you, for I am the Lord that heals you. Exodus 23:25. Serve the Lord, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Exodus 23:26. The number of your days I will fulfill. Deuteronomy 4:40. Keep my statutes, so that it may go well with you, and your days shall be prolonged. Deuteronomy 7:15. The Lord will take away from you all sickness, and will put no evil diseases upon you. Deuteronomy 11.21 Your days will be multiplied in the land which the Lord gave unto you. Deuteronomy 23.5 The Lord turned the curse into a blessing for you because the Lord, your God, loves you. Deuteronomy 28.61 In conjunction with Galatians 3.13 Christ has redeemed you from every sickness and every plague. Deuteronomy 33.25 as your days, show, so shall your strength be. Nehemiah 8.10 The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Job 5.26 You shall come to your grave in a full age, like a shock of corn comes in its season. Glory to God. Job 33.2 I have delivered you from going down into the pit. I have paid a ransom for you. Glory to God, yes he has. Job 33:25. Your flesh shall be fresher than a child. You shall return to the days of your youth. Psalms 29:11. The Lord will give strength unto you. The Lord will bless you with peace. Psalms 30, verse 2. O Lord my God, I cry unto thee, and, ha and thou hast healed me. Psalms 30 and 3. O Lord, you have brought me up from the grave and have kept me alive. Psalms 41 3. I will strengthen you upon the bed of languishing, turning the bed of sickness into health. Psalms 42 11. I am the health of your countenance and your God. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. Glory to God. Psalms 91 10. No evil shall befall you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Psalms 91.16 With long life I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Psalms 103.3 I forgive all your iniquities and heal all of your diseases. Come on, so many Praise people God. believe that God won't heal them because they deserve the sickness. No, he forgave every sin you've ever done if you've asked him. And he will heal you. He's not making, he's not making you sick because you've made some sin somehow. Come on, Psalms 107.20. I sent my word and healed you, 
and delivered you from your destructions. Psalms 118.17 You shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Psalms 147.3 I heal your broken heart and bind up your wounds. Listen, we saw a little girl born with a hole in her heart, given a pacemaker at just a few weeks old. Said that she'd be on that for all the days. She'd have that pacemaker all the days of her life. And I'm telling you what, God supernaturally set her free. I've held her pacemaker in my hand. She no longer has it. Because we stood on that scripture for years. Amen. But God is faithful. Come on. God's word says that, that um, it, it doesn't say that we'll always get miraculous healing. But it does say we will recover. That's right. Glory to God. Come on. All right. So Proverbs 3.8. My word shall be health, medicine to thy navel, and marrow to thy bone. Glory to God. Proverbs 4.10. Hear and receive my sayings. So the years of your life shall be many. Proverbs 4.22 My words are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Proverbs 15.30 My good report makes your bones fat. Come on. Yes. Come on. We want yes. fat bones. Yes. Come on. We want good, thick, healthy yes. bones. And not fat in a bad way. No. Yes. We want healthy, fat bones. Come on. Alright. Proverbs 16.24 my pleasant word is sweet as honey to your soul and health to your bones. Proverbs 17:22. A merry heart does good like a medicine, but your broken spirit dries out the bones. Come on, stir your spirit. Those of you struggling with, with issues of the bones and or, or of the these scriptures are just for you. These yes. last few we've done. Yes, come on. Isaiah 32:3. Your eyes shall not be dim and your Ears weren't well here. For those struggling with hearing or, or vision problems, this is a good scripture for yes. you to stand Come on. I love it. Mom says, "My ears will not go dim. My ears will not go deaf, and my eyes will not go dim." She says it walking through the house. Come on, come on. Isaiah thirty-two and four. You will understand knowledge, and the tongue of the stammerers will speak plainly. Come on. I wonder what scripture's been speaking to Richard. Come on. Isaiah 35, your blind eyes shall be, or are, open, and your deaf ears shall be, or are, unstopped. Come on. Put it in the present tense. Put it in the present tense. 35.5. Glory to God. 35.6. I make you the lame to leap as a stag or a deer, and the tongue of the dumb to sing. Amen. Woo! And it don't mean the tongue of somebody that's not intelligent. It means that tongue that doesn't work right. Come on. I, I, I uh, start to hear Richard singing soon. Yeah, I, I, hear him, I hear him. I'm going to hear him even better now. Come on. Isaiah thirty-eight sixteen. I will make you live. I have recovered you and make you to live. Isaiah forty twenty-nine. I give power to you the faint, and to you that have no might, I increase yes. your strength. Yes. This brick, you just need to hold on to that one, study it all year long, so when you go to camp next year, you got it. Miss Ann, too. Yeah, yeah, come on. All right, I me too. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. He has a great song on that scripture. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Isaiah forty thirty one. Wait upon me, and I will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings as eagles. You shall run and not be weary. You will or are you will walk and will not faint. Isaiah forty and thirty one. Wait upon me. I will renew, I will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings as eagles. You shall run and not be weary. 
You are walking and will not faint. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes. 41.10. Fear not, for I with you. Be not dismayed. I, your God, will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my right hand. And that's one of my favorite ones. Be Thank not dismayed. Be not dismayed. God's got you. Despite what's your Don't get in worry or fear over the reports. That's right. The bad reports are just bad reports. Stand in faith because he will be yes. with you and he will strengthen you. You've got a higher report. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 46 and 4. I have made you, even in your old age and gray hairs. Listen, everybody's in big hurry to get rid of them gray hairs. God made them. I am. I have made you, even in your old age and gray hairs, I will carry you and bear you. I will deliver you. Come on. Woo! Just because just because your body's under the curse of the world doesn't mean God can't sustain you. That's right. Yes. Come on. Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5. I bore your sickness and carried your disease, or I carried your pains. I was put to sickness for you. By my stripes, you are healed. Yes, we ain't trying to get healed. We are the healed. Amen. Isaiah 57, 18. I have seen your ways and and will heal you. I will lead you also and restore comfort to you. Listen, God's watching your walk. And when you walk with him, when you're a doer of the word, healing will automatically come simply because of your walk. He's watching you. And he's going to restore you. If you'll just walk the walk, healing will come. Come on. Isaiah 57, 19. I create the fruit of the lips. Now this is speaking to your confession and what you speak over yourself. The words that you say over yourself, you're going to have because God is going to create them. So if you're speaking... Uh, doubt and unbelief and, 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 and pain, and, pain and, and, sickness. And, and sickness, that's what you're going to have. But if you're speaking what he says about you, if you're speaking healing and, and overcoming and breaking of bondages, you're going to have that. Come on. So, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace be to you, or peace to you, saith the Lord, and I will heal you. Glory to God. Isaiah 58 and 8. Thanks for being we're still in the Old Testament. Right. Isaiah 58 and 8. Let your light break forth as the morning, and your health shall spring forth speedily. Look at that. He said, let your light break forth in the morning. In other words, when you get out of the bed and your body's talking, put on the light of Jesus, Amen. and health and healing will come. Come on. Oh, Jeremiah. Father God. Listen, you foul, disobedient weather. I said no in Jesus' name. Now get out of here. Jeremiah 30, 17. For I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, saith the Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. We've got the victory. Thank you, Father God. What scripture are we on? 32:27. That's mine? All right. Yes. 32:27. <laughs> Behold, I was dealing with the, with the weather. I know. I was hold, that's why I'm holding my fingers on <laughs> Jeremiah 32:27. Behold. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Absolutely not. Glory to God. When you got that report that there's nothing the doctors can do, we know the great physician, and there ain't nothing too hard for him. The doctors may say there's no cure, but God has a cure. Come on. 
Now he says here that he's the God of all flesh. He's meaning he created all that's flesh. That's right, that's right. Come he's on. not saying that he's the God of fleshly nature. That's no. the, the little no. G God. That's the little G God. Come on. All right. Jeremiah 33, 6. I will bring you health and a cure. I will cure you and I will show you the abundance of peace and truth. Praise God. Glory to God. Ezekiel 34, 16. I will bring to you what was lost and taken away. I will bind up the broken and will strengthen you that are sick. I will destroy the fat and the stiff neck. I love that one. Hey, Come on. That, that's modern. That is a good <laughs> verse. You write it down now. Come on. That's a good one. Come on. Ezekiel? Ezekiel 37.5. Thus saith the Lord God, Say no, or say unto your bones, Behold, God causes breath to enter into you, and you shall live. Oh no, I'm going to back up to Ezekiel 34, 16. Okay. He said, I will bring to you what was lost and taken away. If you need a creative miracle, this is the scripture that you stand on. If you've lost, if you've got, if you've had to have metal put in your body, if you've had, uh, a lot of people have knee problems with the cartilage in their knees. Being wrist torn. If you're missing part of your knuckle, if you're missing, you're missing some part of your body that's been taken away. Listen, if you lost a limb, how much do you know it was lost and taken away? You need to get on this and meditate this. He said, "I will bind up the broken and will strengthen you that are sick." This this covers everything. Everything. And by the way, I'm not missing part of my knuckle anymore. <laughs> it was gone for 29 years, but good. Praise God, praise God. Michael finally decided he wanted it back, laid hands on himself, commanded the creative miracle to come, and just went on about praising God. And two days later, he looked down, and there it was. Yep, my knuckle was restored, but my finger was still pulled to the side because the tendons were, were displaced by the, by, the, uh, by the dog bite. Yes, that took half my knuckle. And, and so, but, so then we, we had uh, Brother Larry Larry and Angela uh, lay hands on it, and suddenly I could straighten my finger. Come on, glory to God, glory to God. Um, So come on, if you're missing any part of your, anything, anything that's missing, anything, anything that's missing, God will bring it back. All right, so you you went back to to 16. So uh, Ezekiel 37, 5, Thus saith the Lord God, Say unto your bones, Behold, God causes breath to enter into you, and you shall live. Come on. Doctor gives you a report that your bones are decaying and leaving. No. <laughs> bones, receive the breath of God. Come on. Amen. The breath of life. The breath of life. Ezekiel. Ezekiel oh, go ahead. Okay. Ezekiel 47, 9. Everyone that comes to the river of my spirit shall be healed and live. So come unto my river. Listen, if you'll come to God, everyone that comes will be healed. Okay, you skipped one, but I'll go back to it. Oh, did I? Ezekiel 37, 14. I put my spirit in you. You shall live. Yes. You will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and performed it. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have missed that one. That's a good one. We'll live. Glory to God. Glory to God. We'll know that it was the Lord that did it. Yes. All right, so Amos. Amos 5, 4. Seek me, and you shall live. So many people that are dealing with sickness won't take the time to seek the Lord. What does it mean? It means get a hold of these scriptures, meditate on them, study them, speak them, say them. Build your faith up. Come on. Seek him. 
and you shall live. See, over and over again in the Bible, Jesus, and we've been studying it, Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. Come on. How do you build your faith? By hearing the word. Not by just reading the word quietly, but by no. hearing the word. Come on. Speaking it out of your mouth. All right. Malachi 4.2 Reverence me and the, son of the, and the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. And your youth and your youth be renewed. Listen, all you got to do is show God reverence. And Jesus shows up. And how and do we, we show him reverence? We read his word. We talk to him. We pray. And we, we live praise him. And we live clean. Yes. yes. And we live clean. Amen. You live clean. Listen, you can't be smoking, puffing, toting, and snorting and drinking and, still, and then expect Jesus to show up. Listen, you want divine healing, he'll heal you, but you can't keep doing the very thing that brought the sickness. you got to get clean, and he'll give you the ability to do so. Now, sometimes he will show up even though you've been doing that stuff, but that's where the, some, some churches get off and saying, if it be God's will, because it's only, that's only going to happen if it's his will. That's right, come on. Although we all we have to well you, know that it is always his he'll will. He'll give you the creative, listen, God will bring the creative, he'll bring the creative miracle, he'll bring the healing but you've got to start living clean to maintain it. See, but if, if, we're, if we're living clean and we're in right standing with God, we can we can command it to happen. In fact, I'll give you this example. Michael's dad was living with us and he got diagnosed with lung cancer. And we sat down with him with the word, showed him that God wanted him healed, showed him that we could lay, that we who were believers could lay hands on him and that he'd be cleansed of cancer, uh, lung cancer. And, he, and, uh, and uh, But that he needed to quit smoking. He needed to lay those cigarettes down. Because he couldn't expect to be, you know, to stay healed if he was going to keep doing the very thing that brought the sickness to begin with. And he quit smoking. And God absolutely cleared every ounce of cancer out of his lungs. Absolutely every ounce of it. And he stayed clean from smoking for several months. But then some things happened. And he got into his emotion and he picked those things back up. And when he did... Not only did the lung cancer come back, but it quickly went to his liver, and it wasn't much longer before he went home to glory. So uh, God can heal you in the midst, but uh, once he sets you free, you got to stay free. Yeah, you got to maintain it. That's right. Come on. All right. Uh, Matthew 4, 23. There you go. Jesus is teaching and preaching the gospel of God to you. That's what's happening in the house right now. Yeah. Jesus is speaking through us to teach and to preach the gospel of God to you. Healing all your sickness and all your diseases, not some of them, all of them, all of them. And we Come on. They made it to the New Testament. In the New Testament, Matthew eighteen seventeen, Jesus took your infirmities and bare your sickness. Glory to God. He's taken those. From, he's taken those from us. If we take them back with our words, he cannot heal us. We have to let him have them. We have to lay them down at his feet, and he will take them and bear them. Glory to God. Matthew 9, 2. Jesus sees your faith, saying unto you, the sick, son or daughter, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. That was Matthew. That's Matthew 9, 2. Matthew 8, 17. I may have said that backwards. Yeah, Matthew 9, 2. Sorry, we are going kind of fast. Alright, Matthew nine twelve. Jesus heard of your sickness and is come as your great physician. Glory to God. 
and uh, thank God for doctors, but they're only practicing medicine. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is the one that yeah. is perfected. Yeah. Yeah. He on, is the healer. Yeah. Come on. And look at what it says. Look at what it says. It says, Jesus heard of your sickness. No report, no sickness is ever a surprise to God. Right. He knew it before you knew about it. And when he heard about it, he came with the healing power of God to bring you a health and a cure. Come on. He heard what the devil was doing in your life, and he came with the healing power. You just have to receive it. 929. Matthew 9.29. Jesus touched you, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Now listen. Yes, God, yes, God uses your faith to get you healed. But sometimes God can use the faith of other people to get you healed because God knows that you don't have the faith to get healed in that moment. So, so yes, the standard principle, especially for believers, is you've got to build your faith and get it. But there are plenty of times, many times, in fact, God will do it. God will heal an unbeliever with zero faith through the faith of another person in order to bring them salvation. Yes. And, and he knows he knows that we don't always have the faith for this. That's why he gives us the, the other option of go to the elders of your church and have them lay hands on you, or a disciple and, and have them lay hands on you and you shall recover. I mean, it may not... Yes, that's a good one. Come on, Matthew 10, 1. Jesus gives you power to cast out unclean spirits. To heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Listen, you've got the power to cast out those unclean spirits to bring sickness and disease. You've got the power to to bring healing of all to, of every type of sickness. So these unclean spirits, these are demonic spirits. Yeah, they bring this, sickness. This is on what people. we through studying the uh, the healing in in the in the gospels and in the Acts, we have come to to learn that. Uh, a lot of sickness and disease is strictly caused by unclean spirits, yes. by, by, by demons of oppression, by, by, by demonic oppression and, and, and depression. Yeah. So yeah. If, what, if, you, if you can get rid of those demonic spirits, then the disease will leave. Yeah. And listen, just because somebody has a sickness doesn't mean they have a demon living That's on the right. inside. No, I'm not saying that. Uh, but there are, there are demons that their assignment is to go around a place sickness on people. And many of these unclean spirits, they don't get inside of you, they just attach to you. That's right. And where they attach to you, that's where the that sickness, sickness develops. That's right. Come on. Uh, Matthew twelve fifteen. Jesus heals them all that followed him, including you. Listen, if you're a follower of Jesus, you qualify for healing. Yeah. You qualify. Come on. Matthew fourteen fourteen. Jesus is moved with compassion towards you. And he heals your sickness. So many people think that God is mad at them and that's why they're sick. God is love. He's not waiting. He's not sitting up in heaven. He's not up there with a with a whack-a-mole mallet of sickness going, bad like a bad mole, bad mole, bad mole, hitting you over the head with sickness. That's not our God. That's you know, not our it's, God. It's not, God. it's not God that's mad at you. It's the devil that's mad at you. Yeah, he, the right. devil's mad at you because he wants to be God's favorite, yeah. and he's not. Right. We're God's favorite. He's trying that's to why he's you. mad at you. And, and that's why he attacks you. And, and that's why... Um, I've lost my time. Oh, that's why Jesus comes with compassion. It's, a, it's the compassion of God. It's the compassion of Jesus 
that comes to heal you. So, and, and also, that, that was my train of thought. Thank you, honey. It's the Holy Ghost. If, if, uh, if, if Jesus or God was mad at you, why would he cast out the unclean spirits? He'd let them stay. Yeah. You know, because those unclean spirits don't get there just willy-nilly. You have to let them be there. Nowhere in the New Testament did they come up to Jesus for healing, and Jesus said, I have zero compassion for you. You deserve every ounce of sickness you've got on you. Depart from me and stay sick. Yep. He never did that to a single person. No, he did not. Every person that came, he was moved with compassion. And that's also why, that's also part of the reason that we can know that the will of God is for us to be healed. There's yes. no question. In it, there shouldn't be any question in any Christian's mind of what God's will is when it comes to healing. Come on. He Lord sent his God. son to the cross to bear our stripes and, and to take on our diseases and, and our, our afflictions so that we wouldn't have to. Why would he do that if it was his will for us to be sick? Father, I praise you that the weather is obedient. Father, I thank you that the weather is obedient. It's okay to have thunder. It's just not Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, I'm paying attention to the recording because right now the recording is picking up every part of that right now. Oh, okay. That's thank right. you, Father. Well, the devil's mad. He is mad because we got the victory. <laughs> Matthew 15, 26 through 28. Where are you? Oh, nope. I jumped ahead. <laughs> Matthew 14, 36. Matthew 14.36. I love this. Come. Come. Jesus said, come. Seeking to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. And as you do, you are made perfectly whole. Reach out with a purpose to come in in contact with with just the hem of his garment. If you come in contact with just with just the edge, just the edge, the healing power will flow. If you seek Jesus with your heart and, and, and your time, he's oh. gonna he's gonna add all things up to you, including healing. Yes. Glory to God. Glory, glory, right. glory. Matthew fifteen, twenty six through twenty eight. Lord, I am not as worthy as a dog getting crumbs from the table or, or excuse me. Lord, am I not as worthy as a dog? getting crumbs from the table. Jesus replied, Oh, great is your faith. Have your healing. Listen, it doesn't matter how poor and how sad and how, how low you view yourself. This, this woman said, God, I know. He, she said to Jesus, she, because that's how society viewed her. Yeah. Society viewed her as a dog, as nothing more than a dog. Well, at least the Jews did, anyway. Yeah. That's how the society that she was around, that's how they viewed her. And she said, Lord, I know I'm not worthy. But can I at least get the crumbs from the table like the dogs do? Listen, I've seen people treat their dogs poorly, but they gave them scraps off their tables. But Jesus knows that you're so much more. Jesus. So no matter how poorly you view yourself, you're worthy to receive healing from me. Glory to God. Matthew 15, 30. Bring to Jesus all that are lame, blind, Dumb, that means I can't speak, maimed, sick, and diseased, for he has healed you. It's already completed. We just got to get him to receive it. You know, if, if word gets out about stuff like Richard's healing, Ooh, we're going to pack this on. house out with people who are seeking healing. Come on. Miss Bridget's been supernaturally healed of MS because yes. she got a hold of the word. Yeah. Come on. Come on. 
supernaturally. Miss Anne's been supernaturally healed of back pain. My hand was completely recovered and healed. His hand was completely recovered. The bone spur was completely dissolved. I had tunnel vision. It's completely gone. I, I can see him. I'm standing here, and I can see my husband there. I raised my hand all week to pray for worship. Her shoulder's been healed. Come on, when you get a hold of the healing it's all part of our testimony. What do we say this morning? If you share your testimony with people, you're going. people are going to line up at the door to come in. Come on. The river's flowing. Glory to God. Mark 7, 37. Jesus makes both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Oh, glory to God. There ain't nothing Jesus can't get through. No. Mark 9, 23. Now, I want you to think about that. <laughs> Jesus, who's preaching the gospel, which means he's speaking, and yet somehow he can get the deaf who cannot hear the words of his mouth, he can get them to receive healing. Amen. Think about that. So why? Because his words penetrate past the ears yeah. and down to the spirit. Come on. Do you ever think about that? No. Ever think about how, how do you get a deaf person to receive when they can't hear? Power of God. Power of God. Come on. Jesus made both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Mark seven thirty seven. Glory to God. Mark nine twenty three. Jesus said, "If you can believe." All things are possible that you, to you that believe. Somebody just said, I just heard it in my spirit. I just heard it in the spirit. But I can't believe. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And if belief take, comes from building your faith. If you'll, take these, if you'll take these scriptures right here. If you're online and you said that, reach out to us. We'll happily email it to you. We'll email you the audio version. It's, it's not professional or anything like that, but we'll email you the audio version. And good, it, it does good sound good, despite it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll email you the, the audio version and the PDF file. And, and just begin to say it out of your mouth, out with your own mouth. Begin to speak it. And as you speak it, 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 you're not moving God. What you're doing is you're building faith because your ears are hearing the word over and over and over and over. Your confession puts you in faith and keeps you in faith. Amen. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Father. Mark sixteen eighteen. If you drink inly deadly things, if, 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 we don't handle snakes in this house. Uh-uh. I'm the first person on the invisible six-foot chair, and I got the gun in my hand. We do not deal with snakes in this church. No. That's tempting the Lord your God, which the Bible tells us not to do. Glory to God. But if you should drink something. Listen, this is why we blast our food. Right? If you eat don't something, this is going to cause a problem. If you, in other words, if you accidentally come in contact with something that's deadly... It will not hurt you. You will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will recover. Listen to me. This is how people are going to know that you're a disciple. Is you're going to go with it. You're going to go and you're going to say, oh, you've got sickness? Here, let me lay my hands on you and pray. And you might not feel a thing. And then again, you might. They might not feel anything. Then again, they might. But it doesn't matter because it's not, we don't, we are not moved by a feeling. We're moved upon the Word of God. And He said, if, that, if we believed in God, 
and we believe this word, we lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Yep. End of story. Well, what if they don't? Not it's your problem. Healing doesn't come by, by feeling. Healing comes by faith and belief. That's right. Come on. And the will of God. Come on. Luke 4, 4 Luke. 18. We didn't get to Luke. Oh, we did get to Luke. Yes, okay. Luke 4, 18. Luke 4, 18. My spirit is sent to heal your broken heart, deliver you from bondage, recover your sight, and set you free. Who that? It reveals he, to heal your broken heart. He's talking about your emotions. If you've got emotional wounds, this is the scripture for you. Amen. You've got emotional hurts. This is the scripture for and you. And usually, with emotional hurts comes bo- uh, emotional bondage, and That's he's right. going to deliver you from that bondage. That's right. And he's going to set you free to recover your sight. He's not talking just he, yes. This includes physical sight, but he's also talking about your mental sight and how you view the world and how you view you and how you view your situation. He'll he'll recover your sight, and he's going to set you free. Instead of you always seeing the bondage, you're going to see your freedom in Christ. Glory to God. Luke 5.13. My turn. Oh. Well, go ahead then. Luke 5.13. <laughs> Jesus says, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy or the rot departed from you. Amen. Listen, you get some type of something rot in your body. You know, these di- diabetics, if you're dealing with diabetes and you get an infection in your foot, how much do you know that's a, that's a type of rot? But look at this. Jesus says, I will heal you. I will cleanse you. And also this one would work very well for flesh-eating bacteria. Yes. Because that, that, it's, it's eating your body and it's rotting away. That's right. Come on. Alright, Luke Come on. 9, 9, 11. Follow and receive Jesus. Hear his teachings of the kingdom of God and be healed from your sickness. Lord. So if you're, if you're coming to church and you're healing, hearing that word and then you're reading that word and you're meditating on that word throughout the week, and speaking that word out of your mouth, you're going to be healed from your sickness. Yes, you will be. We've walked it out. We've proven it. Michael's chainsaw injury is another testimony. Yes. yes. Uh, In fact, we, we read these very scriptures over my yes, chainsaw we did. Three, injury. Three times a day, every day. Luke nine fifty six. I have not come to destroy your life, but to save you. Praise God. How about you know sickness and disease of every type will destroy your life, but Jesus came to save you. Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. That means all of it. His name and his authority gives us power over all the power of the enemy. We should have nothing to fear. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Glory to God. Luke thirteen sixteen. You, being a seed of Abraham. How are we a seed of Abraham? Through faith in Christ. Who Satan has made sick. Who brings sickness? Satan. Satan who has made you sick. Not one time did Jesus ever say, well, God put that sickness on you so you just keep it. No. All sickness, I don't care what, what type it is or how big or how small. If there's sickness raining in your body, it's because Satan brought it to your door. Oh, I, I know in the Old Testament there's a lot of places where it says God brought this sickness or this disease, or God will bring this sickness or disease on you. If he allows but, it. But it, it, that, it's a poor interpretation. What it really means oh, is he allows, because of your, because your, of your sin, and because of your, your, not willing, your unwillingness to obey him, he has to allow the devil to do his work. That's right. But if you'll surrender to God, if you'll surrender to God, you will be healed. So Luke 13, 16, you, being a seed of Abraham... 
who Satan has made sick, be healed. Don't hold on to sickness because you think God gave it to you. God didn't give it to you. Don't hold on to the devil's package. John 6, 35. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Come believing on me, and you will never hunger or thirst. You will live. Oh, yes, Father, we thank you. We receive the word of God. What's the bread of life? Jesus. Amen. He is the bread of life. Glory to God. John six forty seven. Verily, verily. Now, when he says verily, verily, he means pay attention. He says, I'm telling you an infallible truth. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. Listen. Sometimes, sometimes, the best healing is to step over into eternity. And we don't like that because we want loved ones to stay here. Right. But sometimes, your loved ones are ready to go. And it's okay to let them go. Why? Because they're receiving the fullness of everlasting life. Amen. If they're saved, it's okay. If they're okay. saved, it's okay. Now, you say, well, I'm believing for healing, but I surely don't want to die. Well, then you're not ready to step over. No. So so that's not the one. So keep on believing. So keep on believing. Keep on standing. And keep on building that faith so that your belief can become complete. John yeah, 6, yeah. 63. My spirit quickened you. The words that I speak to you are spirit and life. That word quicken is so misunderstand. That word quicken means brought to life. When Jesus was quickened in the pit of hell, he was brought to life. He so my spirit brings you to life. And the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. That's such a good scripture. Amen. John 10.10. 10. We all know the first half. It gets quoted all the time. Well, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. Oh, but the second half. We need to learn that one better than the first half. But I have come that you might. In other words, it's up to you, your choice. You've got to receive this healing that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Which means you've got to receive it. Come on. John 11. So on that one, you can walk around and say, Father, I've received the abundant life. I have total wholeness in my body. How much do you know total wholeness in your body is abundant living? Yeah. Amen. Come on. John eleven twenty five. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Believe in me, and you will live. Listen, Jesus didn't come just for us to live in heaven. He came so that we can live here on the earth. And have that abundant life here on the earth. And have it here. John 14, 14. Now, come on. If you, if you will ask anything in Jesus' name, that ask right there means command. If you will command anything in Jesus' name, I, Jesus, will do it. In other words, if you will command the sickness to leave, Jesus will make the sickness go. Now, there are two qualifiers to this one, which are It's got to line up to the it. Word. It's got to line up to the Word. You can't ask for something that doesn't line up with God's Word or the Spirit of God. Well, you can't command anything that's not already been provided. True. That's true. And, and, uh, and you have to believe. You have to have faith. That's right. All right. Acts 3. In your heart, not your head, because sometimes your head will mess exactly. you up. Amen. Acts 3.16. Faith in Jesus' name has made you strong. Yes, your faith brings you perfect soundness. Ooh, come on, build your faith so you can have perfect soundness. Come on. Study, meditate, read, talk these things out just like we're doing. Acts 4.10, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
Now that's important. A lot of times we'll just say, well, the name of Jesus. But how much you know there's a lot of false Jesuses out there? So sometimes you've got to get, sometimes some sicknesses, sometimes some attacks of the devil will hold on because because it's trying to say, well, what Jesus are you talking about? Sometimes you've got to get real stern and you've got to say, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So that there's no question what Jesus you're talking about. He said, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was crucified and raised from the dead. How much do you know? That's another clarification as to what Jesus you're talking about. Jesus Christ, who was of Nazareth, who was crucified and raised from the dead, has made me whole. Amen. Has made me whole. You just walk around your house saying that. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was dead and who was put to death and was raised again, has made me whole. Glory to God. Come on. Acts 4.30. I stretch forth my hand to heal you with signs and wonders by the name of Jesus. Glory to God. How much do you know Jesus has stretched forth his hand to heal you? And this is in the book of Acts. So this is the disciples stretching forth their hands to heal someone. Glory to God. Acts ten thirty eight. I anointed I, I anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth or Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power for what reason? To heal to you. heal you or to heal me. Glory to God. Acts nineteen eleven and twelve. I God will work special miracles to cause sickness and disease to depart from you. Glory to God. Look at that. If you need a special miracle to cause the sickness or disease to go, He'll create it. Glory to God. Romans 8.2. Oh, it's my turn to read. Yes, I was just thinking. I'm meditating on these. Romans 8.2. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. You've been set free. You've been redeemed. Glory to God. Amen. All right. Romans 8.11. My spirit that raised Christ from the dead also quickens your body. For my spirit dwells in you. Yes, where, where the spirit of God dwells, no sickness can dwell. Amen. 1 Corinthians 6.15 Your body is a member of Christ. Amen. But that doesn't really sound like a healing. Oh, yes, it does. Because this body right here is a member of Jesus. And where Jesus is, no sickness can stand. Absolutely. Glory to God. All sickness and disease have been defeated in the body of Christ. That's right. Okay. So 1 Corinthians 6.19 your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is God in you, and you are not your own. Therefore, if this body doesn't belong to you, do you have any right to hold on to sickness in it? No. You don't? Glory to God. First Corinthians 6.20 You are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. If you're walking around sick and dying, are you glorifying God? No. No, it's time to reject that sickness that's attacking your body. Amen. Come on. First Colossians. No, Corinthians. No, well, it's, okay. it's Corinthians. It's there's, no, there's no first Colossians. Right, okay. What's well, a typo? No, I just didn't have enough space. <laughs> first Corinthians 11, 29 through 31. Strength, health, and life will be yours if you will judge yourself and discern the Lord's body. Woo! Right there in First Corinthians 11 it says, Many are sick and go home early because they will not judge themselves. What are you supposed to judge yourself? Of the sins that you need to repent for. So if we'll just repent, if we'll just get right, if we'll just get clean with God, then health and healing is ours. Glory to God. 
twelve twenty-eight. I have set miracles and healing. Where? In, in my, my church. church. In my church. For who? You, the believer. Amen. Where are your where's your miracle healing at? In the house of God. Amen. Not in not in me, the body. I mean I can lay hands on you. I can lay hands on you and you will recover. But miracles are in the church. You don't believe me? Ask Brother Richard. You don't believe me? Ask Sister Brooke. Come on. Where'd they get their healing? In the house. Where'd Miss Ann get her healing? In the house. Where'd Pastor Mike get his healing? In the house. Where did I get my healing? In the house. In the church of God. The church is a hospital. And too many people are trying to say that the church, that we are the individual people, are the church. Honey, I am not the church. I am a member of the church. But you want the miracle working power of God? Then you got to get where the body is assembled. Because it's where the body is assembled that the miracles take place. Amen. Praise God. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. I'm telling you what, you just sit and meditate in the Word and God will take you off in a rocket to heaven. Amen. I delivered you from death and do deliver you. I, in whom you trust, will yet deliver you. Woo! Yes, He so will. not only has He delivered us, but he, 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 he is delivering us and He will deliver us. Glory to God. All three tenses. <laughs> he, he delivered you from sickness back there. He's delivering you from sickness right here. And he'll deliver you in the future when sickness attacks. Amen. Glory to God. Your turn. I know. <laughs> Second Corinthians 4.11 Live so that Jesus might be made manifest in your mortal flesh. Amen. Come on. Live. Live. Don't be sick and die and miserable. Nobody likes a sick, cranky person. You ever go to the grocery store and they're just, oh, just mean because they're sick all the daytime? You're like, dear Lord, just get me out of this line. Get me out of here. Woo! But come on. You find somebody that's living for Jesus. Living. Ephesians. Oh, come on. Chapter 1, verse 22. All sickness, including yours, is under Jesus' feet. Come on. Ephesians 6, 3. May it be well with thee. And may you live long on the earth. Amen. Come on. You can't live long and be sick all the days of your life. That's Col- not living. And now we got Colossians. Now we got Colossians. <laughs> One thirteen. I have delivered you from the power of sickness. How much you know Jesus delivered us when he was on that cross. Yeah. All sickness was done away with on the cross. Second Timothy four eighteen. I will deliver you from every evil work, and I will preserve you. This is God speaking to you. Amen. He's already delivered you from all the works of Satan, and he will preserve you. Hebrews 2.9 By the grace of God, Jesus suffered sickness and death for you. So if he did it, we don't have to. Why are you both on to it? Come on. i tell you what. Pastor Mike, we're taking some side journeys, but it will help you. Uh, we were at camp and we were cleaning up and he had already separated out the bingo balls, but I didn't know them. And I put them back together. And uh, he's like, I'm like I, had no, I had no idea. He got so upset because he said, and this is what he said, he got, he got really upset and I'm like, what did I do wrong? He said, I've already done the work. Why are you holding on? Why are you creating more work? When 
but I've already done it. Listen, how do you think Jesus feels? When he's up in heaven, and we're holding on to sickness, and we're holding on to the thing that he's going to free from. He's standing in heaven saying, I already healed you. I've already done it. Why are you choosing sickness when I've already set you free? Glory to God. Ephesians. No. Second Timothy. No. Hebrews 2.14. Hebrews 2.14. I wanted to back up. <laughs> Hebrews 2.14. Jesus, through death, through his death, when were you made healed? Jesus, through death, destroyed the power of sickness and death. That is the devil. Amen. Every sickness that is on this earth is from the devil, and Jesus has done destroyed it. Amen. See, when God created the earth and he was done, he said, he looked at it all and he said, very good. It's very good. No he didn't create here. sickness and death. That came into the to the earth when, when Adam and Eve sinned. Glory to God. By the way, the devil's been trying to steal my voice, but he can't have it in Jesus' name. No, that's right. Glory, Glory to God. Excited. That's all. Glory to God. All right. Hebrews 2.15. I deliver you from the fear of death. Listen, that's one way you know that you're saved is when you're not afraid to go home to glory. Right. No. Glory to God. That's one of the ways. Hebrews 10.22. Come with a true heart, fully assured in faith, free from any doubt. Now, he's not talking about your head. He's talking about down in your spirit. As you have been washed with pure water. Listen, when you sit here and you go through this day by day, two and three times a day, however much time it takes, and you're building yourself on the Word, 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 just like Richard did this morning. He's been doing it for months. He came, I mean, he came all the way to the altar. He came to this spot right here. And he said, when I had that stroke, it affected my ability to speak. And I'm ready to be healed. How much do you know? He came with full assurance of faith. He came with full assurance of faith. He came with full assurance of faith. Free from any doubt that God could do it. And he has been washed with pure water. And he speaks so clear now. I'm just blessed by it. Amen. And it's nothing that we did. And glory to God. It's nothing that we did. All we did was we were obedient to be the vessel that God could flow through. In fact, he's the one that came up. He's the one that came up. <laughs> we didn't call him up. He no, came. He came. He came to the altar. Come on. Hebrews 12, verses 12 and 13. Lift up your weak, feeble, and lame parts to the Lord so that they can be healed. Glory to God. I walked that out too. When I had surgery on my back. Come on. They, they said I'd be on that walker for several weeks. The day the day they released to they released me on a Friday, that Friday night I stood up in the pulpit and preached to our youth. That Sunday I, I kicked that walker off to the side, lifted up my hands, and I ran around the sanctuary. Yep. Come on, healed and whole. <laughs> you gotta do it by faith sometimes. Come on, sometimes you gotta do it by faith. James five fourteen. Call the elders of the church to pray for you and anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord and be healed. Now that word elders right there, it actually means the presbytery, the, the, the pastors, teachers, evangelists, that. But it also means the elders in the church, those that have walked this thing out and have some experience and have some faith. So you can call on those, uh, on the presbytery, the, the, the fivefold minister, but you can on your pastor, but you can also pray. You can also call on those that have walked in this divine healing 
and know the word of God and have the faith to be called on. Now, Glory to God. Now the next one's just two verses away. We did James 5.14 and this is James 5.16. It says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for, an, for one another that you may be healed. I've done this. I've, I, I have... I, I have I've confessed that you know where I've missed it, and then I prayed for people and for people that needed healing, and I got healed while I was praying for the sick. Amen. Sometimes, and, sometimes and the only way you're going to get healed is to pray for somebody that needs healing. Sin separates us from the healing power of God. That's right. So if we confess our sins and and get forgiveness, then then the healing power of God can go into operation. And that's what God. this is talking about. Glory to God. All right. First Peter two twenty four. Oh, Jesus bore our sins in his own body on the tree, by whose stripes we were healed. Amen. And if we were healed, then, then we, we are healed. Glory to God. We love that, that, to say we love that song, but there is a song that David Eagle sings that's about that verse, and we do love that song too. Second Peter 1, or chapter 1, verse 3. By God's divine power he has given unto you, all things that pertain to life and godliness. Glory to God. How much do you know that divine healing pertains to life and godliness? Amen. Third John 1, 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Amen. As you get the word of God into your mind. Because here it's talking soul. When it means soul here, it's talking about your intellect. It's not talking about your spirit. Talking about your intellect. As you renew your mind to the Word of God, and as you change your thinking when it comes to healing, as you do that, as your mind begins to become Christ-like, then, then you can prosper and be in health as, as you think in your mind. Yeah, there's actually no wishing about it. I mean, this is yeah. a blessing that, that uh, John was speaking over people. But there's no wishing to it. If you if you seek the Lord and, and you and your soul prospers, if you if you study the Word, if you if you build your faith, it's going to happen. Really, the wish part was he was saying, people, I wish you'd spend time in the Word and renew your mind. That is true. So that as you renewed your mind, as your soul changed, as your thinking changed, as your thinking came up to God's level. Then you would begin to prosper, and then you would begin to be in health. Amen. Listen, I've battled sickness and severe pain for many, many years of my Christian walk. But until I really studied on healing, and studied on healing, and studied on healing, and studied on healing, and then I started walking in divine healing, I mean, I've been, received, I, I've been delivered from asthma. I've been delivered from from extreme pain. I've been delivered with um, out of control basal vega shutdown. I've been delivered from uh, tunnel vision. I've received a lot of healing, but then I got to studying on on, every, on, on other things, and I wasn't studying on healing because I thought I got this, Lord. But if you don't keep studying, if you don't keep studying, if you don't keep studying, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. And so over time. I got to pray, instead of just receiving healing, I got to praying that God would heal. But no, there's no reason to pray that God would send healing, because the healing's already been done. And I went back and I reread some books, some stuff that I had learned before, and I I went to my family and I said, no wonder why the healing power of God's not working. I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. So you've got to continually keep your mind renewed. One more. Yep. 
This is actually the last healing scripture in the Bible. Glory to God. Revelations 22, verse 17. The Spirit says, Come whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Glory, glory, glory. Now, it's taken us just short of an hour to go through these. And we, but we've been meditating on them, and we've been talking on them, and we've been going through them. You can actually, the, the audio of this only takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. It's only about a 20-minute thing. So if you can't find 20 minutes a day to sit down and read these, you're too busy. I don't know about yourself, y'all, but I stirred myself up yes. with these. Yes. This stirred, God. stirred up my spirit and my faith. And, Glory to God. And honestly, we, we ought to know these by heart. We Glory really to ought God. Well, I think we can do just a couple right here in Acts real quick. <laughs> I, I think it's important that we do this. Okay. Let's go to, um, let's go to Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14. We want to be obedient to the Spirit. Right. And uh, I, I just feel like we need to just do these right here. Acts 14, we're going to read uh, verses 8 and 10. We're not going to do a whole lot of backup. We're just going to look at 8 and 10. All right. Verse 8. Verse 8 through 10. Right. Starting in verse 8. Yeah. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. So Paul saw him and, and, and saw that he had, had faith to be healed. I guess that this would have been through the Holy Spirit. He yeah. knew that he had faith to be healed. Yeah, he had that. He had that, that was where that perception came from. Yeah. No. Verse 10. Said with a, so Paul, who, who saw that he had the faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. But how could, he, how could he perceive that the man had faith to be healed? Because obviously this man had been meditating on what he was hearing about Jesus. He had been meditating on the healings that had been taking place. There was something that was occurring in this man. It's just like this morning. We're here right here at the end of praise and worship. We're giving God honor. We're getting ready to get into the preaching of the word. And here came Richard. He shot out of the seat and came with a purpose to the front. How much do you know in that moment we perceived he had faith to receive? Amen. We were able to perceive that he had faith to receive. And because he had it, we were able to speak the word and he was able to receive. Now let's jump down here to verse 19. Alright. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby. So check that out. So check this out. Here Paul is, he's in Iconium. And Paul is preaching. Well, the, the Jews were from my country. He's there and he's preaching. And uh, and they got mad at his preaching. And they uh, stoned him to death. They stoned, they stoned oh, Paul. He was an Iconian. He was yeah. an Iconian preaching the gospel. And they got so mad that they that they threw big enough boulders at him, rocks at him to kill him. And they perceived that he was dead to the point that they dragged his lifeless body out of the city. 
they dragged his lifeless body out of the city, and the disciples, the yeah, followers when of they, Christ, when they stoned people. They didn't use little pebbles. No. no, they used rock, big fist-sized rocks. Yes. Or big. And uh, and so they dragged his lifeless body out, it, out of the city, and here's the disciples. And it, but notice what it says about the disciples. And it says, How be it as the disciples stood around him? Does it say that the, as the disciples prayed? No. Does it say as the disciples laid hands? No. As the disciples sought the face of God? No. No, they're standing around. I imagine they're probably looking at Paul going, What do we do now? Oh, God. Oh, they killed Paul. They're going to kill us next. I guarantee you the devil had a hold of their minds. And then look at what it says. It says they were standing right about him, and he rose up. Paul, somehow, the power of God, something happened in Paul, and Paul essentially healed himself. Raised himself from the Raised dead. himself up from the deathbed. I imagine while he was being stoned, I imagine while he was breathing out his last breath, he probably cried out to God and said, God, my job's not done. I refuse to leave. Heal me. I receive, I receive healing. And, I was, and, I, and I'm coming back. I'm not done. I guarantee you he said something as, that, as he was blowing out his last breath that allowed God to move. Listen, when people come against you, when sickness comes against you, you've got to speak to that sickness. And you've got to say, sickness, you will not be what takes me out. You will not be what takes me out. I know a minister. He still. I, I know a minister. He was. He got hit by a train. He got hit by a train. Remember David Hall? Right. Remember that? He got hit by a train in a car, and and they had declared him dead. Remember? And they were skinning him, and they were checking him, and 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 there was life in him, and they said, I don't know how that's possible. Why? Because he knew the healing power of God and he declared, my walk is not done. My walk's not done. And he's, he's lived a long time. Long well, time. Pastor Sonny was that way too. Pastor Sonny was another one that was, that was I mean, he stepped on a landmine yeah. in Vietnam. Stepped on a landmine and was blown. I don't know how many feet. And, and left for dead. It took him two, I think two days by helicopter to get him out. It was miraculous how the pilot got to him. But here he is, still preaching the gospel today. Still preaching the gospel. Because he clung to the word. He said, I, the, the one who we read tonight, I will live and not die, but declare the word of the Lord. Uh, Psalms 118, come on. All right. All right, just two more. Two more? Uh, okay. Psalms 16. I mean, Acts 16. Acts Psalm 16. 16. Right. You had my, you had my brain on Acts chapter 16, verse 16. Acts 16, verse 16. All right. And it came to pass, as, he, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us. She was possessed with a demon spirit of divination. That's right. In other words, a fortune teller. A, a familiar spirit, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. So, she, so she, was, she was a slave, and her masters were basically selling... Her demon possessed powers in order to get get rich. Yeah. So here she is. She's a slave. Number one, and number two, her the master her masters were were requiring her to surrender 
to that demon so that they could make money off of it. So, verse 17. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. So here she is. Now, this sounds like, well, why would you want, why would you want this demon to quit proclaiming uh, that they belong to God and that they're showing the way of salvation? Because the attention was going to get them killed, right? It wasn't that long ago they crucified Jesus and they stoned, and they stoned, and, and Paul. They stoned Paul. And here he is again. Here he is again. And now they're trying to get him killed again. Now here she is. Now this demon in her is trying to get him killed again. But look. Verse 18. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her, or came out the same hour. Now obviously she wanted to be set free, or he wouldn't have been able to command the demon to come out of her. All he would have been able to do is command the demon to stop speaking. But notice that that he didn't do anything about the devil for several days. You can be aware that there's a devil or a demon going on, but until the Spirit of God tells you to deal with it, Leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. There's got to be there's got to be the spirit of faith on you when you're dealing with demon possession to deal with it. Amen. And so he was waiting for that spirit of faith to come. But when he got the word, he turned around and he spoke boldly and commanded in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. He spoke with authority and power. And he spoke with authority and power and uh, commanded that demon to come out. Glory to God. One last one in the book of Acts. Uh, Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. 11 and 12. All right. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. So Paul prayed over these handkerchiefs or, or napkins and sent them out to people that couldn't they couldn't make it in to see him. You know? Glory to God. So Glory to God. and they were healed. Glory to God. So there is we do know that there is a tangible anointing. We do know that when the healing power of God is flowing through, that that anointing that that power can be transferred into soft material type stuff. Uh, you and, and so we have to use the scripture. Is it possible that you know the anointing could go into wood or something like that? It's possible, but we have no biblical precedence for that. All we have is the biblical precedence that that as Paul carried aprons or handkerchiefs on his body, they found out they they figured out I'm sure by trial and error that uh, when people came in contact with his clothing with his handkerchiefs and with his aprons, that the power of God would flow out of that material or out of him and into that material. And then when they people came in contact with that material, it would flow out of that material and into the person that needed healing. We've done this several times. We had a family member that had a, a child born with spinal meningitis. And we took a we, we got a little we got a little lamb or a little stuffed lion or lion. stuffed lamb stuff lying to this little boy and uh, we uh, talked to, we, we got into prayer and intercession 
and we believe that the power of God was flow, got the anointing flowing, and we laid hands on that little lion, and we just spoke the healing power of God into it, and that is that as that child uh, slept with and played with and touched that little lion, that the healing power of God would flow into him, and that child is a teenager now and is perfectly healthy as far as I know. Nothing wrong with him whatsoever. Perfectly healthy. We've sent out healing cloths before on several occasions. So this is a divine way that you can do this. And uh, one thing that we will be doing is we'll get some handkerchiefs in here. We'll just keep them on the altar. And when the healing anointing is flowing, we'll just anoint them. And then when we have a need to send them out, we'll send them out. But I wanted you to see that there is a precedence for that. Amen. There is a precedence for that in the Bible. So glory to God. We've completed the book of Acts. Plus, we got some good word on meditating on the scriptures and building our faith. And uh, so we're well on our way at looking all, at all of the healings in the Bible. Praise God. And uh, so next week we'll tackle the epistles, begin to tackle the healings in the epistles. And uh, we'll go on from there. But uh, if you've got a tithe and an offering, we want to give you an opportunity to sow that. I'm going to give again online because... I got my checkbooks, but I gave it to Michael to write a check yesterday and ain't seen it since. <laughs> Not blaming you, I just hadn't gotten it back. Wondering what I did with it now. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. So if you'll want to pray or yes. we'll sow a seed. Lord, we thank you for this reading word. The, the truth. The, the, your living word that that, that uh, energizes us and builds our faith and, and, and helps us to uh, have your life and your and your breath in our bodies, Lord. We just thank you that this that this healing power is at work within us, that that it heals our bodies from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, and that that it, that we can use this, that we can that we can lay hands on people, the sick, that need to need healing, and they shall recover. Your word says that as disciples, that that is possible, and that we and that it can be done, and we will do it. Lord, we will lay hands on the sick because you commanded us to do so, and we and, and we shall believe that they will re, be recovered, and they will. And Lord, we just yes, thank you. Yes, they are the recovered of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we we, we thank you. Uh, well, we thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. You gave so much unto us. So so you gave us everything, so that we would not be separated from you any longer. And Lord, we just thank you for that. And we give into your kingdom. Because we want to see your work done here on earth as it is in heaven. And we know that work, uh, any t- type of work or, or on the earth is going to take money. So we give unto your kingdom. We ask that the, uh, this offering go further than we could ever ask, hope, or think towards the furthering of your work here on earth as it is in heaven. And we thank you, Lord, that you will bless us and make us even a big, make us into a bigger blessing so that we can, we can be a further blessing to your kingdom and to your people. Lord, we just thank you. Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you that your word is true and that your word is working amen. and that increase comes to every household in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. amen. You can serve the people. There went mine just now. Thank you, Jesus. Or ours, I should say. There's my confirmation. Thank you, Father God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I prefer to put it in the plate, but if you don't have your checkbook and you don't have your cash on you, it's good to have technology. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, don't forget uh, Wednesday night and prayer Saturday morning. We both pray for the nation because 
Well, I'm glad I got to sleep in yesterday morning because it was a long night last night. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've been in trouble. But praise God, God is working and God is moving. And he's reaching people that we didn't know.